Welcome back to another episode of a Could You Please podcast with Caden Thompson. That's me. Welcome back, my doggies. It's been a minute, and I'm sorry about that, but I have a good explanation. I really didn't want to do it. Just kidding. Uh, so I went through the move. You guys know that. You guys already know, right? But now, um, you know, I really got thinking the past couple of weeks, okay, uh, as to what the hell am I doing, right? I'm doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. I love doing both podcasts. Could you please with Caden Thompson and Cheap Shot Discussions with Caden T and Dallas W. Ah, dude, what else would I be doing? But where I spend eight hours a day to supplement my income so that I can do this has been wearing me down. So I decided to take a drastic step in my direction. Okay. What I decided to do is to become a personal trainer. I started my NASM. I think that's National Academy of Sports Medicine. Don't quote me. Don't quote me. But I think that's what it is. Um, and I started doing that. I really jumped into it thinking like, oh, shit, I'll knock this out in a couple days, bro. <laughs> I got the content, started looking through it. Uh, certification for a personal trainer is a lot more. Uh, it requires a lot more than I anticipated, but that's okay because I've learned so much. And I've become a lot more confident in the information that I can provide to others. So that's, oh, that's cool. That's a call. So I should be done with it in about eight weeks, I'd say. I'm really pacing myself, making sure I understand the content. Uh, And it gives me a chance to get back in, uh, you know, in, back in shape. Because that's what uh, differentiates a lot of personal trainers. You want to get clientele, you got to look like what they want. That's just how it is, man. And I just so happen to love lifting. So here I go. You know what I mean? I love doing this podcast more than anything, pretty much anything else, right? But personal training is also kind of an extension of me because I just want to help people make them feel good about themselves, dude. That's the goal. And, uh, you know, I felt like this is the direction that I needed to take. I told my... My boss at work, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my uh, personal training certification. He's like, oh, cool. You're going to do that part-time? I'm like, no, full-time. <laughs> I don't care, dude. What are you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? So, yeah, guys, it's crazy. Um, I've wanted to do it for probably five years, and I finally pulled the trigger. I uh, got a coupon in my email, uh, and I was like, you know what? What better time than the present to work on my future? So, yeah, you know, I really need to give up this vaping thing because I don't want, you know, my clients vaping or smoking or whatever. Um, But yeah, anyways, five clients I'm taking in, okay? Two of those spots are already filled, okay? I need three more. It costs you nothing. I'm going to do it out the kindness of my heart. For eight weeks, get an eight-week free program for the next three people that reach out to me. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be extremely beneficial, especially considering the amount I'm going to be charging after that is going to be quite a bit more than most personal trainers. Um, But at the same time, you're going to get a lot more out of it than most personal trainers, okay? I started out my career in bodybuilding and, and, uh, you know, lifting and I had a lot of good mentors that taught me a lot of little... um, You know, the small details really do add up to creating something that most people 
Um, and the personal training certification is great. Uh, it's definitely laid the foundation for my knowledge about like anatomy and how the body works and different types of movements, which is awesome. Uh, like assessments, assessing people, what their weaknesses are, how to kind of, you know, correct them on maybe overdeveloped or underdeveloped muscles. That's great. Um, but what they don't teach and what I think is probably the most important thing is developing the mindset, um, understanding your potential as a lifter, whatever you're trying to achieve, you're trying to, you know, impress the ladies, you're trying to win a show, you're trying to, you know, just be stronger, uh, or all of the above. Okay. It really starts with getting your mindset right. Okay. And that carries over through the rest of your life. When you hire me, you're not hiring someone who's just going to make your body look better. Okay. My goal for my clients are to make them feel better about themselves, make them excel at their careers, make their bodies look better and make them overall happier. You know, better friend, family member, husband, wife, whatever. That's what's important to me is developing people to understand their full potential. So I went down this road. I'm going to keep going down this road and look out. I'm a freight train. <laughs> Plowing through, dude. Plowing through. I'm going to steal your clients, boy. I'm going to do it. All right? But anyways, guys, yeah, so <sighs> shit. I've, I've never felt more like course corrected than I do right now because you can listen, listen, let's get real here for a second. Okay. You can spend your life. Like if you chase the money, man, if you're like, this is a stable career, it's a stable job. I can go here eight, nine hours, 10 hours a day, go home to my little family, be with them for eight hours go to bed for eight hours and then rinse and repeat. Okay. And you know, I was taught my whole life. That was the only way to do it. And now, now I realize there's something very powerful about switching into a field or something that you love doing where it doesn't feel like work and that you can just pound it out. Right. Your job should be something that you can do 24 seven that you should be like grinding and like busting your ass, but still loving it at the same time. That's a misconception. I was told, I remember going to a doctor when I lived in Idaho and like, it was the first time I felt anxiety. I was moving out. I was like, I don't know what this is. I got to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor and you know what he told me? He's like, the reason I became a doctor wasn't because I loved it. It was because it provided me with the money to do things that with my family that I wanted to do. And I remember blatantly looking, looking him in the eye and saying like, I would rather do something that I love and not make a lot of money. Cause the money will come guys. The money for sure will come if you love doing what you're doing. And to be fair, he was a shit doctor, man. He was not a good doctor either. Okay. You don't want to do something. You go into it for the money. You're not going to be fully invested. You want to go to that doctor? Really? Um, it was anyways, without going down that road too much, really assess in your life what you spend your time doing outside of work and find out ways to monetize that and make money. Okay. Because you look money, you have to have it, man. You have to have it. 
you have to, man. You might as well do something you love doing to get that that cash. And remember, cash is trash, dude. Cash is trash. You need it to pay the bills. You need it to pay. You need it to sustain a life. But at the same time, cash is trash. Don't chase the trash. Okay? Use the trash to pay for your livelihood. But there's no reason that you can't earn that trash doing something you love. Okay? Because in the end, day to day, whatever career you go to to get money, you're going to be doing that for decades. So you got to make sure it's the right thing that you're going into. I thought it, I want, I, I thought it, I thought, <laughs> I thought I wanted to be a plastic surgeon for a long time. It's like 600 grand a year. Hell yeah. Sign me up. Boop. Um, and then I was like 16 years of school. Damn near, you know, 0.75 million in student loan debt. And do I love plastic surgery? No, I don't. I've never had it done. Um, but I did find that there's something much more fulfilling and that's teaching people that they're worth more than they actually are and seeing the results over time. Fucking love it, dude. So that's the path I'm going down now. And the hardest part for me, for sure, it's not really the hard part. This, these, this got to go, man. They got to go because in the end, to be a good anything, you have to lead by example. And if I'm sitting here, like I can sustain, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit flabby right now. But I can sustain that and, you know, eat pizzas and drink and do what I want. And look average, slightly above average, like look like, okay, that guy lifts a little bit. But to get to that level of saying, like people looking at you and be like, Jesus Christ, this guy's huge. What does he do? Okay. Cause I was at that point one time. I remember I used to go play softball games, like, you know, baseball with the bigger balls that, you know, if you ever been hit with one, they're not very soft either. So fuck that name. But I used to go play softball and I would run the bases and people would ask me like <laughs> advice for lifting or they'd be like, holy shit, you li- do you lift? <laughs> like, yeah, every now and then, but I like food more. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it sparked a curiosity with people. And when I stopped going 110% in the gym and I started, you know, going to parties and drinking more and eating what I wanted, granted, that was so important in my personal development and my path and understanding what I want for my long term. But at the same time, you know, it's not sustainable forever. So you have to find something that's sustainable forever. You have to find things that supplement the alcohol, that supplement the vaping, that supplement all of the things that we'd like to do that maybe aren't the best for us. And the only way to do that is find something better to replace it with. So I'm going down this personal training path. Um, I stopped smoking weed. That's a big thing. That's a, that's, that's huge, right? Now, will I have an edible from time to time when I'm not in Utah? Of course I will, right? I think there's a balance with everything, but at the same time, if you go back and listen to my other podcasts, like my previous ones clear in the beginning, there's some points where I'm like, uh, what else do I talk about? Um, and it creates a mental fog, right? It definitely helps you get in your head and sort things out and like, 
this is how I view it. You have all these outside factors. You're not smoking weed. You're going out into the world. You're getting hit with knowledge. Pop, 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 pop. You get overstressed. What weed allows you to do is kind of get in your head, consolidate those files, and then that's it. That's what you should. That's where you should stop. You don't want to be sorting files all day. Doesn't that sound fun? Do you want to organize papers all day? No, dude. Do you want to clean your room all day, every day? No, right? You got to get shit done, but then you also have to clean up the room, organize, and then go back out. That's it. So, you know, weed is definitely, I'm still a big proponent for it for a lot of people, um, PTSD, um, people with inflammation, different things like that. But um, know that there's a balance. And for bodybuilding especially, there's a huge, huge benefit um, to inflammation relief and mental clarity. And honestly, when you have to do that cardio every single day for 20, 30, 45 minutes, whatever you're doing, it helps to kind of make things a little more interesting. And I never noticed a real um, endurance difference or strength difference. If anything, I was more connected to my workouts. Um, but that is something that I've ceased to do at the time being. Um, and it's just one step at a time. It's one step at a time. If you're doing a bunch of things that you know, like, oh, this is holding me back. This is holding me back. Just take it one step at a time. See if you can give yourself one day. Like, can I go one day? Can I go one hour? Let's say that. Okay, go one hour, reward yourself. And you're like, okay, next time, I'm going to go three hours this time. Three hours, do it again. Okay? If it's vaping, if it's smoking, whatever. One hour. Can I go without smoking for an hour? If you have a problem, you know, more than that. Some people do. Just scale it slowly. Three hours, reward yourself. Five hours, reward yourself. Eight hours right? 12 hours, 24 hours, three days, five days, two weeks, a month. Reward yourself. And at some point, you're going to realize that you don't need to use that to sustain the lifestyle that you want. And that's a big driving factor. Okay, if you don't want to go to the gym, if you're like, Jesus Christ, there's all these people there. I don't want to like do all that. I don't know what to do. One time, commit one time, okay? Go to the gym one time, look up a YouTube video, like a, a simple workout, uh, or you can go hire me, you know, hit me up. Go to the gym, lift, maybe even just do cardio. Go reward yourself afterwards. Go get that burger you want. Go get that pizza you want, okay? Then step it up to saying, okay, Next week, I'm going to go two days. Okay, you go two days, you reward yourself. Okay, next, you start going to three days, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Great split. Great split. And again, you just scale it and scale it and scale it and scale it. Uh, I mean, if you could even do 10 minutes of cardio in the gym, you go to a gym, you go outside, you just go on a walk, 10-minute walk. Do it once a day. Right? Start out with once a week if you need to. Bump it up to three times a week. Bump it up to five. And eventually, it becomes lifestyle. It's the repetitive nature of it that makes it um, sustainable. So, I would say stop looking at your goals as if you have to achieve them overnight because it's a stepping stone. 
Okay. If you take one step a day, eventually you're going to hit a mile. Okay. You don't need to sprint it, right? You may get there faster. You may make mistakes. You may trip. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with taking one step a day. Okay. Maybe some days you feel like taking two steps, three. It's building the lifestyle that is sustainable. Because uh, you can't just run yourself into a wall 24-7. I learned that the hard way, man. I really did learn that the hard way. When I was going to the gym seven days a week, two hours in the morning, two hours at night, and just cranking through it, um, you know, I thought I was doing my body a favor. In the end, was not doing my body a favor. I was neglecting sleep. I was neglecting nutrition. I was neglecting um, recovery, just recovery in general, right? I wasn't stretching. I wasn't doing like stretches and like, you know, making sure that everything's loose and loosey goosey and just like being able to move and flow with the ocean. I was stiff, like, uh. and that's no fun, dude. You don't want someone to wipe be a bum for you, do you? No. So you have to find something that's sustainable, man. That's a big thing. Find something that is sustainable that works for you. Okay? And anything I can do to help. If you reach out to me on my Instagram, just DM me, Captain Caden, C-A-P-N-K-A-D-E-N. Uh, I respond to all my messages. You know, ask, ask away. Ask away. I'm more than happy to lay out what I do, um, my routines. And granted, it's not always going to work for everybody. Okay, you need to get into a groove that works for you. Um, but going through a program designed by somebody else opens your mind to understand, okay, this works for me, this doesn't work for me, and it gives you an assessment of saying, oh, I'm strong in this area, I'm weak in this area. I don't necessarily like that workout. I like this one. This one works better for me. I see better results. It feels better. My joints aren't under as much pressure, that sort of thing. That's huge, okay? Um, yeah, guys, I just, I'll just say this one more time. Chase the career that you love. Don't chase any damn money, all right? The money's there, man. There's more money in this world than, than water in the sea, okay? You can get the money, but you know what attracts more money than anything? Busting your ass because you love doing it. That's it. Can you still have Taco Bell? Yes. Can you still go to Burger King? Yes. Can you go to Wendy's or Mr. Charlie's Chicken? Or Yes. You can. Can you have a beer from time to time with your friends? Yes. Of course you can, dude. Of course you can. That's part of the experience. No one wants to be Mr. Bodybuilder. I can't go out. I'm going to eat my rice and chicken. No. No. That's not what we're trying to do here, dude. We're trying to build a trifecta. Right? A trifecta. We're trying to develop a balanced, well-rounded life where you can be, you know, a strong leader. You can kill it in the gym. Your strength goes up. Your confidence goes up. You're a better, uh, you know, you're a better person, a better friend, a better father, husband, wife, whatever, okay? It's building the foundation for a better lifestyle, okay? We're not getting ripped, we're not just getting people ripped. We're building a new life. We're setting the foundation for something better. But, and, and, and back to fun, okay? That was my spiel. 
back to fun. I have to pee real bad, so I'm going to pause it real quick. But you know what? Here we go. And we're back. That was it. That was the big pause. Um, so, yeah, guys. I, uh, yeah, just life has changed so much, dude, since I started this podcast. And I'm so grateful that I started this podcast. But it, it kind of gives me a timeline. It's like personal journal entries. Like if you ever play the game Fallout where you find the little cassette tapes all over the place and you're like, oh, I get it. That's how it is with the podcast, dude. It's like, it's so cool. I love going back and listening to older episodes. And maybe that's weird. I don't really care. Um, But a lot of the times, maybe it's something that I needed to hear from my past self or something that I needed to be reminded about to keep me course correct to stay on the path. And sometimes the path evolves, and that's cool. And it's cool to go back and say, like, oh, I used to think that way, but now I think this way. Like, damn, why did I used to think that? And, like, gain perspective from your past self is very, very powerful. History teaches a lot, man. If you can go back and, and listen to your perception at the time, maybe you made mistakes that you can prevent from happening again just by hearing it reinforced. And there is a dog outside of the door Breathing very heavily, okay? But you can't hear it because we're soundproofed, okay? But, yeah, Cheap Shot Discussions has kind of evolved too. Like, this is kind of my personal journal. This is kind of my thing. This is my baby. I love talking to my doggies out there, my little doggies. Because I really started this as like out of frustration to like be a vent because the dog, when I bought Uzi, he's just peeing all over the place. And I was like, oh my God, could you please just stop? You know what I mean? Like, he was just like, just give me a break. That was kind of the point, kind of the point of starting it. And it's evolved, man. And Cheap Shot Discussions has come along and we're damn near 20 episodes with that. And we're still going strong. Um, And we haven't even had that many guests, Right. It's creating sustainability, and that's the thing that uh, – because I started out doing these things Monday, Wednesday, Friday, dude. I was killing myself, and I was like, shit, I don't have any time to go experience things, okay? Um, For a long time, I was just shut off. I reclused hardcore to sort my shit out, to understand where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. I didn't have time. I, I did the party thing, dude. I did the party thing. Am I going to go back to the party thing? Hell yes, eventually. But there's the right time and place. This whole partying every weekend bullshit, it's a waste of time, man. You're killing yourself. You want to work towards the weekend? It's made up, man. The weekend's made up. Why can't your whole life be the weekend? You start doing the thing you love, maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. Mmm, piss beer. That's great. Miller Lite. But you know what? It saves me a lot of calories because before I was doing you went to 801, which is ah, fantastic, man. Best beer. That's my favorite beer. That's my favorite. But this saves me so many calories that... Um. That's what I do now, okay? It's making small adjustments, okay? You go to fast food all the time. Maybe get 
something a little healthier. Maybe get a salad. Okay. Little choices do add up, man. They do add up. But other than that, guys, other than that, cracked my phone. Perfect. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things that my past self would have been like, I need to go get another one immediately. And I'm like, whatever, man. It happens. It happens. When the next iPhone comes out, I'll just go buy it. Okay? This is like an iPhone 7. Old. Okay? Does the job. Um, and I used to be like so up to date on the newest, latest, greatest phones. And now my priorities have changed quite substantially. So we're going to wait until this iPhone 11, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then my friends will give me crap because they're like, you didn't get a Samsung? And I'll be like, no, I like my phone to work. Just kidding. I love you, Samsung fucks. I've owned every single uh, Samsung phone pretty much. Like pretty damn, like of the flagship S, right? I own the S4, S5, S6. <coughs> didn't own the S7. Did I? No, I didn't. Oh, I, I skipped the S7 and S8. S9, I was like, Give me, give me, give me one of those. Give me one of those. And then I got the Note Nine. And then I got the S Ten. And I was like, "What the fuck am I doing? What am I doing?" So I stopped doing that, and I just went back to an iPhone Seven, bought it outright. I'm like, "Let's save some money, dude. Ain't no one got time for a four hundred dollar phone bill." Okay. <coughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. So, yeah, I got this little iPhone 7. It's got a little chip on the side. Doesn't bother me, okay? Doesn't bother me at all. When I'm looking at stuff, I notice it all the time, but it doesn't bother me, okay? And do I look down at it sometimes and it's like, oh, my God, y yes, okay? Does it inhibit me from having a completely clean and just a carefree experience? Yes, but it doesn't matter that much. Okay, you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather have some cash flow so I can go out and do things, okay? Because that's what the podcast depends on, right? Depends on doing shit, all right? Today I went to the uh, the coffee shop, Sunset Coffee. Big shout out, love that coffee place. Met a lot, I've met a lot of good people there. Met a lot of good dogs there. I take, I take my little Uzi out there. I'll let him run around. He goes in the coffee shop without his leash on. Everyone knows his name, okay? Even people I've never met before, never seen before, know his fudge name, dude. How? I don't know. He's got a reputation, okay? He's got a reputation. So, yeah, there was this cute little dog there today. It was like, she... I think her name was Lucy. It's like 12 weeks old, like this sheep dog. Oh my goodness, dude. Cutest little dog. Cutest little dog. And then another like golden retreat, like a lab, golden lab, yellow lab, whatever they're called. And they were playing and harassing my dog. And my dog's like, oh, but it, you know, he'll go back and like play with him a little bit and run away. It's just how little dogs work. Um, Yeah. Yeah, everybody. Life is really good. Life really is good. Especially right now. Okay? Especially 
right now. All right. Uh, a lot, dude, I got so hard into grinding through things and maybe a lot of people can relate to this. Like you want to build a better life for yourself. You give up the fun things and you just grind all the time. You're like, when is this going to end? I promise you it pays off. Uh, I took probably a good three year break from video games and now just got back into it. I'm like, holy shit, I'm actually having fun. You don't, you want to know why you want to know why it's cause it's balance. It's balance with everything. So, um, I'm playing Hitman 2 right now. Glorious game. Glory. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I definitely recommend anyone who wants to play a video game that you get a lot of value out of that. Go pick yourself up, Hitman 2, dude. Not sponsored, by the way, but I would. I would. Okay? Come at me. Agent 47, hit me up. I will sponsor you. give you a shout out i'll get a tattoo of the barcode on the back of my head i don't care dude i'll help you out come on over but yeah guys um yeah it's been crazy it really has been crazy i'm gonna get back on this consistent schedule of recording every single week this podcast uh because i'm doing more things now i have more to talk about the break that I take, the breaks that I take, and if I do take extended breaks, it's because I feel like I need to go do more things because that would be beneficial for the longevity of this podcast, okay? It's not that I don't love my little doggies, right? I still feed you. You can still go back and listen to almost 20 episodes, okay? Um, but consistency is key, and I need to get that unlocked. It's no excuse, that really is no excuse. So I'm going on a date today at 6 o'clock. Should be pretty fun. Going hiking. Um, let's talk about that, dude. Let's talk about girls for a little bit, huh? Let's talk about girls. <sighs> um, let me tell you this. I found out something very, very important. I don't like dating white chicks for the most part. There's some exceptions. Don't like it. Uh, it you know, if I had a cookie for every uh, white chick that was by, I would have so many cookies, dude. I'd be fat as shit. I would be. Now I'm finding you find yourself a nice Latina girl. Not only are they loyal, they're smart, funny, but also, uh, they're straight as shit, okay? I don't have to worry as much, okay? It's not as big of a risky investment. Uh, but that's just from my experience. There's plenty of nice people out there that are white, okay? That's, I'm just talking out of experience here. Plus, plus, plus... Every Latina chick that I've dated can cook fucking good, dude. Okay? If I'm texting somebody and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just ordering a pizza. They're like, oh, I'm making freaking whatever. I'm like, oh, my God. Just come over here. Like, make that for me. Make that for me, please. Um, but I also love pizza so much, dude. I love pizza so, so much. 
Um, and you know, I'm actually a decent cook. Like I'm pretty damn, like, I don't mean to be cocky. I'm not trying to be cocky, but I may be the best, um, cook ever. Okay. They, you know, I think I could be wrong. I had an unknown number call me several times. I think it was Iron Chef America, but I don't know. I don't know. I should have answered the call, I suppose. Cooking's a valuable thing, dude. Uh, especially if you're tied on money. You know, like, where the fuck? I'm always broke all the time. Where's my money? Calculate how much you spend on food, dude. Calculate that. You go to fast food twice a day. Let's average it at $10 per time. That's $20 per day, okay? Per month, that's $600 in 30 days. 600 buckaroos, dude. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, Right? Like, that's a ton. Um, like, I think that's, that's over six grand a year, man. Okay? That's over six grande a year just spending food. And I'm guilty, man. I'm guilty of it. Guilty. I'm right here. But, yeah. I'll give you guys, you know what? I'll tell you this. I need also, and I was, I, I noticed this, the more, the more I get older, the more I start to notice this. And I'm like, dude, I need to replace my whole wardrobe. I need to replace the whole thing, dude. It's filled with jeans that don't fit anymore. It's filled with, you know, graphic tees. And I don't own a suit, dude. Like, what's up with that? I need to get that squared away right quick, right quick. And I knew that because my co-host, Dallas, from the other podcast, Cheap Shot Discussions, uh, he's been to a couple weddings, like ceremonies, whatever. He comes home, like, full suit. I'm like, damn, dude, he's looking sharp. I want to look sharp, you know? I want to look sharp, like this trench knife. That's how sharp I want to look, Okay. Yeah, this is where I really need to have topics. <laughs> I get, I'll, I'll have a rant or like have an idea of what I want to talk about, but I really need to write this shit down because the ones I've written stuff down um, have been a lot more, I guess, flowy. Oh, I got to pop my back. Uh, ah, okay. Um, they flow lots, lots better. Call me crazy. It's crazy if you structure something and you like write things down and you prepare, somehow it turns out better. <laughs> But yeah, so I got that, uh, the personal training thing, got that date tonight. Um, you know, depending how the date goes, we'll see how the date goes. Um, I may go over to my friend Alex's house, may do a little streamy streamy, uh, and just keeping myself busy, dude. I think that's key. I think the thing that destroys a lot of people is boredom. Why do we make bad decisions? Why do we make, it's because we have too much time on our hands, man. You fill up that time, all of a sudden you don't have time to make bad decisions because you're constantly moving. You're constantly going. You're constantly trying to get something. Keeping yourself busy is super important. It's super important because the second you have free time, thoughts start coming in. You start maybe like, oh my gosh, should I order this pizza? Should I smoke this weed? Should I... 
do the whatever. Okay. Time is the devil, man. Open up the calendar, all that blank spot. Satan. Satan is that blank spot. And you can't have Satan in your calendar. So, yeah, guys, I'm so happy that people still listen to this, even though that I have not uh, been consistent with it. And and that's okay, because I know my loyal doggies are right by my side, okay? I'll give you treats, okay? What else is going on? Dude, how many of you guys are just sick of hearing about politics? Okay, how many? I am this guy. I'm so sick of talking about politics, hearing about politics, like everyone's an expert on it. And granted, I fell into the category. I stay pretty up to date with like economic trends. So that's where a lot of my bias comes from. But when I hear conflicting things all the time and people being mad at each other, it's like you don't know them. Anyone, anyone in politics. I don't know shit. Okay. Don't have my degree in law. Don't have my degree in uh, uh, political science, which is a shit degree, by the way. Don't get it. Um, I don't have, I'm not an expert in those fields. So, and, uh, you know, 99% of the people that talk about politics are also not in the field. So, and I think it's very important to be boisterous about your beliefs and everything, but unless you're willing to do something besides just scream at the other person, if you're not willing to take initiative to fix the problem, don't talk about it. Okay? Are you going to let a 400-pound man tell you how to be a personal, like, train you how to get ripped? No. So why would I listen to the political advice for someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about? It's the same thing, dude. Everyone is a know-it-all. Like, and it's so crazy, man. How many of you also experience, like, you tell your friend something, and to verify what you, the friend, said, they're like, well, I have to check Google for that. I have to get it verified by a stranger. I have no idea who it is. Happens to me a lot, man. People are like, well, I'll have to look into that. People have stopped listening to their friends and family and would rather go online and verify that information from a complete stranger they've never met. How crazy, man. How crazy of times are we living in? Um, just so much division right now. So many people just throwing golf balls at each other and hitting each other over the head with pool cues. Like all this crazy stuff happening over shit we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So uh, the the trick is you just got to have a silly goose time. You got to be happy, man. You know who has the most impact on your life right now? You. Not a politician. Not your friends. Not your family. You. You have the most direct impact on the decisions you make. Um, and where it leads you. You have the most ability to craft what you want out of your life. Don't depend on other people for your own happiness. It just doesn't work that way, man. They trick you. They be tricking you to believe that if you vote for X, you vote for Y, whoever you vote for. It's going to make your life better. 
But you know where it really starts? Right up here. Right here. You have more control than you think you do. So I would just challenge all of you to take a hard look in the mirror and be like, hmm, what do I want to change, man? What can I do today to make sure tomorrow is better? What can I do today that makes me stronger than I was yesterday? You should only compete with yourself. Ever. Ever. If you compete with your previous self, your, your past day self, every single day, you're going to be a just freight train. Everyone's going to move out of the way and they're going to be like, oh, that guy's happy and he's successful and blah, 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 blah. I'm going to hate him. I'm going to hate him because I should hate him because he has things I don't want. And that's really not how it should be, man. It should be compete with yourself, challenge yourself to be better than you were the previous day, and things will get better, right? If you climb a ladder one step at a time, you'll be at the top eventually. You'll be at the top eventually. And then the people who are at the bottom who are like, I'm too scared to climb the ladder, they'll just point up at you and be like, fuck that guy, he cheated. Ugh. The reason he's successful is blah, blah, blah. The reason he got to the top was because, well, he was doing, it's making excuses, right? Anyone can climb the ladder. It's the will to do so. And if you lack the will to do so, don't put it on other people. Don't put it on other people. But other than that, guys, I need to go back to the comedy club. I need to get back to wise guys. What is today, actually? Today's Saturday? Yeah. So today's Saturday. Uh, they do open mics, I think, on Tuesdays. So I'm going to have to drop back in there. I'm still kind of getting a feel for the club. Like, it gets pretty packed. I was surprised. I was expecting there'd be like 10 people. There's like 100, maybe more. Um, and it's just fun. It's a fun atmosphere. Uh, it's reinforcing. Like, you hear people's experience. It's funny. It's silly goose. And uh, you're just there to have a fun time. And I think that's really, 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 really important um, in the whole balance thing. Is because if you spend all your time grinding, gr you may need to work on certain things. So you may need that grinding time. But when it comes to it, once you have gotten to yourself a place where you're like, okay, I can breathe. It's about balance. It's about finding balance with being with your family. Uh you know, staying in shape so you have a healthy body and a healthy mind. Uh, it's about creating financial wealth. It's about a well-balanced, well-rounded life. That's what we're working towards, my doggies. Right? We all want to buy the biggest bone we can buy. And you hear a lot of the times people make the excuse like, oh, well, and I said cash is trash. It totally is. Cash flow is much better. Okay. But we'll get into that a different time. Um, you really want to help people or people say like, oh, money, I don't need money to be happy. And that is true. That's very true. But at the same time, let's say you make 40 grand a year versus 2 mil a year. Okay. How much money can you afford to give away with that 40 grand? Do like charity or... Um, you know, things you believe in, helping people out, how much money of that can, can you give away without affecting your own livelihood? Whereas two mil, how much money can you give away, right? You could give away half of it and it's still going to be a better lifestyle. 
you're going to create wealth for more people. You're going to, you're going to be able to be the support, um, that people need sometimes. And that's, what's important to me. And that's why I spent so much time grinding and why I venture into all of these different things. I'm an entrepreneur at heart, man. Okay. But in the end, if you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of people around you? That's what people need to realize. Okay. You feel good about yourself for giving $5 to a homeless person. Okay. They're making more money than you, man. You feel good about yourself. You put your hat up on the rack every day. You go home. You're like, oh my God, I give $5 to a homeless person. How much direct impact does that make? Whereas you make a lot of money, you start getting involved in homeless shelters in the community and finding out real solutions, things like that. Okay. Um, just think big, man. If I were to leave you with one um, point from my podcast today, think big. I'll see you doggies next week. Behave. Don't chew up my couch. Uh, don't chew a hole in the wall. Whatever you got to do. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Peace out.